Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Welcome to the Remanu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. We're live here in Seattle, and of course, you can listen to us online at energyintuitive.com, or also you can go to KKNW's website. What address is that, Eric? It's 1150kknw.com. Lovely. And then if you want to listen to a previous show, um, one of my favorite shows so far, well, I've had a lot of favorites, but last week I interviewed Tammy Simon, who's the founder of Sounds True, my publishers, whom I love. Um, Anyway, you can listen to that interview. It was just done last week. In fact, there is also a link on Twitter and Facebook. If you'd like to uh, go to those areas or you can go straight to the archives and listen to over three years of interviews and Boot Camp for the Soul for this year and whatever we were doing last year on Tuesdays. But today it's Boot Camp for the Soul. So we're talking about how what you need to do to make your soul thrive. We've been talking about writing new stories, getting out of your old patterns. A very important concept to change what you want in your life. And I think in a way it seems like our economy is still trying to get to some place of integrity. You know, we have protesters in New York. We had protesters on Saturday in Seattle. And apparently right now there's some protesters outside of the Gates Foundation um, because 15 homeless shelters actually closed down in Seattle today, Mm -hmm. which will displace about 300 homeless people for the night anyway. Not a good uh, thing and definitely not a good time of year for that to happen. I know. Sad. And and because Mr. Gates is the richest man in the world, so Eric told me before we went live, (laughs) so I guess that's why Seattleites have decided to camp outside of their foundation to see if they can get these shelters open up. And and to be... Fair to uh, Bill Gates. They give a lot of they money to, lot. to charity. Wonderful, wonderful. Pe- I mean, we're blessed. Gates Foundation uh, does a lot of good work in the world. Oh, yeah. We're so blessed. Yeah. Absolutely. And hopefully if they have the extra cash allotted for some right. Seattle shelters, we'll be Not grateful. saying they can't do more. Right, right. Yeah. And if not, that's okay, <laughs> we too. We could probably all do more. Yeah, we could all do more. In fact, in the near future, I'm going to be making an announcement of my own charitable organization that's going to be created um, here in Seattle, and it will be for Seattle um, people. Yeah, so I'll talk more about it probably towards the end of the month. What's that slogan, think globally, act locally? Yeah, there you go. I yeah. love it. Yeah, so it's going to be focused on Seattle people, and I'm, I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited. So, yeah, protesters in New York, they've been protesting for a month now, and today they're making a tour of billionaire homes where they're protesting. <laughs> they're taking a tour of billionaire homes? Yeah, they are, really. Seriously. Is they, that, yeah, it literally said on the news that they're taking a tour of billionaire they have, homes. Like, they've rented a bunch of those. I have no idea. Double-decker buses <laughs> right, and yeah, driving right, around, taking right. the tour. Ooh, that's nice. Wayne Scotting. By the way, <laughs> down with Wall Street. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I think the tour is to protest outside of billionaire oh, okay, homes to okay. make sure that they're contributing sure. the wealth in Fair a healthy enough. way. Yeah. And you know what's fascinating? Because 2010 for me is all about integrity. You know, how can we find integrity in our world? And obviously with our finances, you know, like I'm actually happy with the way Obama handled our almost depressive state here that we could have encouraged uh, have happened. I'm, I think he did a great job. But at the same time, we look at, you know, big corporations that were given billions of dollars. And now we're asking the school systems again right. to function with less resources. It doesn't right. really make sense to me. You know, there's a big flaw and where we decide our monies go to. I, I think it's fascinating that an MBA star can make 
millions of dollars, mm-hmm. sign a multi-year contract, and a teacher who's teaching our future, you know, our future presidents and future stock market people and future doctors. And yet, you know, we need teachers who love the profession, who are quite talented. And I'm not saying we don't have wonderful teachers in the world, but people who are really, really talented and who help inspire on a smaller scale, like maybe 15 kids in a classroom, for their greatness to come forward. Well, it does make you wonder where our priorities are sometimes. Yeah, they're just a little bit mixed up. Yeah. Um, So anyway, it's kind of exciting to see people, ordinary people, getting out and protesting and asking for um, a a fairer balance in the world. I think it's exciting. I do think that 2010, well, we're in 11, excuse me, 2011 is for that, you know, this equilibrium of integrity balancing out throughout the world because it's happening around the world. We're not the first city to have protests, actually, about financial matters. Europe, right before you left, there's a lot of protesting going on there. Yeah, so that's exciting. So today, it's Boot Camp for the Soul, and sometimes we take questions um, and I think I gave you one. Did I give you one already? You yeah. did. You want me to? <laughs> yeah. Do you go mind to starting? Our email question yeah. first. Okay. Um, let's take this question from Kathy. She says, "Dear Marie, it's been years since I went on a real relaxing vacation, if any. I was asked <laughs> to go to Belize in February. Everything paid for. I'd like to know if this will be a good thing." I want to say yes. I'd like to know if this will be a good thing. Haven't we been talking about using your own intuition? Yeah, we have. This sounds amazing. Kathy, if you don't want to take this vacation, (laughs) all all expense paid, I will take it for you. It sounds like a good thing to me. Okay, so Kathy, but here's the deal. That's just my two cents. No, I think it's a great two cents, and I agree with you. I think think it's great. But here's why Kathy, I think it would be interesting if she could write me back and let me know if my intuition is accurate here. I think there's a partner involved or a supposed partner, and maybe she doesn't really feel that cuddly for this person. Ah. And so it's this, you know... Interesting offer, but maybe if she set some ground rules, like can we go as kind of friends right. and we're sleeping in separate beds unless you really want to sleep with this person, if that in- indeed is the situation, which I think it is. So I agree with you. It's a great idea, fun, but maybe she has to think about her own integrity mm. about why she's really going and why this person wants her to go. Yeah. But other than that, give the ticket to Eric. He'll go. He'll, he'll have to sleep in another bedroom, but right. he'll go. I'm not getting cuddly with whomever for, for the trip either. So You're you, so you cute. make a good point. You're so cute. That's adorable. Why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines and see what our callers are up to? All right. Well, I do want to give out the phone lines because uh, we do have a couple open before we go to uh, the folks that have already called in. So if you want to call in today, you can at 425 425- Three seven three five five two seven or toll free eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight. That's eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight. And now let's talk to Amy in Seattle. Hi, Amy. How are you? Good, thank you. Good. What can I do for you? Well, I'd like a general reading. Mm-hmm. Um, have you been tired just recently, or has it been a little while? For a while. Yeah, because you're literally leaking out a fair amount of energy from your auric field. It comes, it, it looks like the aura, when I look at it, uh, that the leak is predominantly in the second layer of your energetic aura that surrounds you of your energy body. And that's the emotional response center. So what that tells me is that you have some emotions that you're not sharing that maybe you don't want to look at. Are you in a relationship right now? Yes. How's it going? Um, okay. Uh-huh. Because I just had a flash of when I was married, mm-hmm. and I've been divorced for 10 years, so I 
generally don't think about it, only when I'm complaining about him, um, which I apologize for when I do. But I saw this flash of when I was still married and I was starting to see things very differently in the marriage. I was being a lot more honest to myself about what type of a marriage it was, not the way I thought it was. And um, I eventually had to express my feelings about it. It wasn't fun and it wasn't easy for either of us. Uh, And so do you think that that's true, that there's some feelings that you might want to share with your partner? That I'm not happy about our relationship? Yeah, that might be it. Yeah. That I'm not happy about? Yeah. Well, I mean, if that's the the truth for you. I'm concerned about um, choices that he's making, but he's now coming around because I can't, I've accepted you know, I, I can't control somebody else. I'm just concerned about choices he's making, but I've let go because, mm-hmm. you know, I know I can't control anybody else, but what he's doing will affect me eventually. Right. Because so, it's going to wreak havoc with his health, and it's starting to. Okay, so I would just go back to saying how you feel. I think that's very important. And then once you do that, then you're the auric field around you and that emotional response center won't have to leak out energy because you will have empowered yourself. It, regardless of what his choices are, it's very important for you to say how you feel. That's how people learn about how their partner shows up in relationship. In, so for me, years ago, when I started to make my own concerns, I got to see if my partner was willing to make any changes, and he wasn't willing to make changes. So that was how I was able to make a decision about if I wanted to continue in the relationship or not. And, and of course, you have free will. You get to make any choices you wish, but you want to make them honestly, honestly with yourself. So I think that conversation, um, again, would be a good idea. What if it's emotions about myself because I've been just exhausted from what's happened to me in my own life? And I'm just trying to recover from that. Yeah, yeah, but those seem like old stories from the past, which that's perfectly fine, but I would work on rewriting those stories. This seems like it's in the present right now. And and they could certainly be related because it's your relationship, so it's a part of you and your daily life and your daily experience. So um, I would work on rewriting your old stories and then have as much as you can an honest conversation with your current relationship. And right now I'm trying to find work and I haven't worked in a long time and Mm -hmm. things are not, I'm attempting to work. I've looked into things, but I'm getting some no's and there's one little possibility and I'm still forging ahead. I'm not discouraged, but I'm a little confused and I'm not sure which way to go now. And so that would be a perfect subject to rewrite a story about how desirable you are in the workforce, how you attract a wonderful employer, lovely um, resources that come your way. I would definitely spend time writing a new story and thinking and feeling it before you really even, well, you know, you're continuing to work to look for a job, but really spend, that's your biggest job is rewriting a story so you can have a better outcome. Thank you so much. Pardon? How desirable I am in the workforce. Yes. And what else did you say? I'm writing this down. Um, How much you're appreciated by your boss and how much you love the resources that come from your job. 
Thank you so much for calling in, and we wish you a beautiful day. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. All right. Let's talk to Maureen at Board Orchard. Hi, Maureen. How are you? Hi. Fine. Um, I've had a little problem <clears throat> for quite a few years now. It's just a, the, the behind-the-knee um, synovitermis, the popliteal area. Right. Um, usually I can stretch it out, and it does fine. And then about, oh, I think it's been three weeks ago, I fell off my bicycle. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Got pretty badly bruised. Um, the knee was banged up, but not too much. But the area behind the knee, I couldn't feel any swelling, but it, something was very stuck. I would bend down. Um, it would feel like a big ball was in there, and I couldn't bend very well. Then I would stand up. I couldn't stretch the area. So I've been kind of working on it, and I just decided... It's got to be more than an injury from the bike. I'm thinking that since I've had this for a while, there's some kind of stuck energy back there. Right. And then today, when I was determined to get everything done because I'm off work to call you, now all of a sudden today the area feels better. Yay! No, the pain's gone. What happened? Well, I'm very glad it's feeling better. That's great because it means that, you know, things are healing and improving. You may not need to go to your doctors to, you know, get an ultrasound or an MRI or anything like that? No, it never felt like that. Mm-hmm. I was pretty sure it wasn't that mm-hmm. because I didn't hit my knee that hard. Mm-hmm. But this well, area behind the knee just doesn't ever want to stretch very far. Well, the knees are all about searching for something. So there's okay. something in your life, especially since you've been having a problem in that part of your body on and off for a while. It means that you're searching for something on an emotional, spiritual level, and you haven't found it yet. And your knees are working so hard to try to locate it for you. They're acting like um, flashlights out in the world, just scanning the area. Uh, and that wears down the actual physiology of the knee. So the an- oh, so anatomy true. structures. Okay, so what is it that you're searching for? Um, I have, um, I've been unmarried. I have, oh. I haven't minded that i've been fine but lately i have really wanted a companion because uh-huh. i don't have very much longer to go till i'm retired uh-huh. and a lot of my girlfriends oh they come and they go and they come and they go but they're not reliable <laughs> as far as hey would you like to go out tonight or something like that right and i have been i've been searching for a really nice companion mm-hmm. um so when i retire i'm not alone mm-hmm Okay. And I have been looking for that, yeah. Well, first of all, why don't you start rewriting a new story? Because remember, we're talking about that on Boot Camp for the Soul Tuesdays. Write a new story that, first of all, you have reliable people in your life, girlfriends, friends, relatives, neighbors, who love to spend time with you. And whenever you guys hook up to go hang out, the time you spend together is amazing and so fulfilling. That's what I would start to work on. And and that, of course, would include a partner, but I would start to work on those areas of your life that are kind of challenging where you don't have girlfriends showing up who really want to share authentic time with you. So you need to write a new story. Oh, okay. Because I've always, you know, been able to rely on somebody, would you like to do this? And they've all kind of gone their separate ways now. Mm-hmm. And my thought was, well, maybe this is my opportunity to have a space open. Sure. But for why not something to come in? But why not have it all? I I mean I don't think people should just rely on their partners. I think that friends are valuable for for all people. Having close, wonderful, nurturing friendships are priceless. So why not you have this great group of girlfriends and guy friends who you enjoy hanging out with, but also a partner too. So go and rewrite a new story. Because I actually can go back to your childhood and I see a time where you may have felt 
teased or ostracized or somehow mm-hmm. negated. And I think that energy is still playing in right now in your current life. So would that be stuck in the knees too then, or especially the right knee? Well, the right knee is definitely for women who are heterosexual. It's about looking for a partner. Right knee is always about that for, for okay. most of the time, like 90% of the time. Okay. So, but I would, I would go back and even if there is a time in your life where that happened to you, especially in grade school, I would rewrite it that you have really great girlfriends and friends and wonderful exchanges and you feel popular and well-liked and then take the story all, all the way up to the present moment and, and really feel... Um, Lovely, loving, compassionate, wonderful people in your life that you're excited to hang out with. Oh, okay. Well, that would make sense with the knee. Yeah. You know, this, it's not the knee itself, it's behind the knee. The knee itself is... is Still kind of the same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. That whole area. Cause, yeah, the uh, whole area. Yeah, because something, you know, the, the knee is a very complicated joint. So something within that may be more located to the front could be um, swollen or inflamed, but it's affecting the posterior part of it. Mm-hmm. So it's a complicated joint. So yeah, it's the oh. knee. So that's why it's been sore for actually years. Yeah. Exactly. Because okay. I was wondering, why did I fall off my bike? <laughs> and so good luck with your homework and keep me posted. Okay. All so right. That does make sense then. Yes, it absolutely oh. does. Okay. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a great mm-hmm. day. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. And we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show where energy and medicine meet. We'll be right back. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. Become Marie's friend on Facebook or follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's new website. It has a whole new look and added features like Chakra of the Month and a live Twitter feed. Sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each quarter, she writes an in-depth article in response to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. For more information, visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671. Get to know your spirit guides at Marie's November 5th Saturday Workshop. Marie, along with her guides and yours, will help you to feel more confident in your connection. This interactive day-long workshop will assist you in unraveling the mystery of your guides. You will learn techniques to better understand their existence in your life and to communicate with them. Come join Marie at the Courtyard on Lake Union on November 5th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. There's an exciting new Astrology Hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. and visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at EnergyIntuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. Alternative Talk 1150 is now being broadcast in digital quality on FM 98.9 HD3. So rejoice, you early adopters of technology. 
welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. I just wanted to shout out to Saturday's class on the other side. I had such a good time. We had a lovely group of people who did extraordinarily well, and I'll be teaching that same class, um, but it's going to be called Mediumship next year, a two-day workshop. So it was so much fun to have one day kind of a experimental exercise on my part as well before we launch um, to a two-day workshop. But everyone did so great. I was so happy about it. It was lovely. So who do we have on the line now, Eric? Well, before we uh, go to the phone lines, I do want to give out the phone numbers one more time because we've got some lines open, and today's the day to call in if you want to talk to Marie. 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527. Or toll-free at 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. Now let's talk to Marjorie in Seattle. Hi, Marjorie. How are you? Hi, Marie. I'm having trouble writing my new story because, ah. because I know what I want my story to be. But the problem is um, reality. <laughs> <laughs> reality needs something else. Oh. So um, and it, it's a, I need a job. And so oh. I know the job I want and would, you know, would be passionate about which is so what I need also, but uh, it's, cri- it's time critical. You know, mm-hmm. I need a job like now. Right. And so I'm having a hard time meshing it. <laughs> I'm so sorry you're having a hard time. I really am. And all of us do when there's an area of our life that we want to change, including myself. It's a struggle for me to not think about the reality and all my old stories that come up that make it even a lot more worse than it actually is. Yeah. Right? And yeah. and then to go to a different vibration of thinking and feeling of the story that I really want as if it's already here, I think it's really challenging. And so what you're feeling is not abnormal or unusual. And so, like, right now you're really scared and you're sad. Right? Yeah. 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 And so have you, have you were you scared all weekend? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And and so even though you don't have a job right now, things are okay. Is that true? Uh, not really. <laughs> well, you still have a home to live in, right? This month. Yeah, okay, this month. Okay, great. So what would it feel like to know that you have a home to live in forever? What would it feel like? Right. Very freeing. Good. So notice how you just shifted your energy in a matter of seconds because I asked a question that's not what you're asking yourself and not where you're putting your vibration. Right. I asked the question, what would it feel like if you knew you had a home to live in forever? Because that's what you really want. Right. Yeah. Right. And even as you're responding now, your vibration is continuing to come up. So when we get stuck in creating our new story, that is exactly what we have to do. We have to if we can stop the tape, because you already know the tape, you've played it many times before, not just now, it's come up in some other part of your life, this um, fear of security. of oh, yeah. Right? So it's an old pattern. So we know it's an old pattern and you know all of its stories by heart. You've heard them all. They're all there. And so now you're creating a brand new story because how you feel is how you manifest. So we, we already know how you have been feeling in the past about security, and now it's time for you to feel what you really want, that freedom, that you never have to think about what it would be like to be homeless. And have you been homeless yet? No. Okay, that's also a sign. That's a good sign that you that hasn't manifested 
in your life. So it's important to know that you want to speak the truth, even though you have this tremendous fear of potentially being homeless. It's never happened, right? Right. Yes. (laughs) And notice how your body wants to go to that place of the truth, that you never have been homeless, that you have all these fears about it, but it's never happened. But your mind keeps going, we can't do that. We have to stay vigilant so that nothing like that ever happens to us. But that's not really healthy thinking. That actually creates more fear and more sabotage. So it's better if you can go to that place. Well, first of all, I've never been homeless. That's very important. And second of all, I want to feel that freedom. I want to feel what it feels like to be free. You also have what looks like to me a strong belief in um, many aspects of life, like spirit guides and angels and creation. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. So if you connect to that energy, what kind of feelings do you have about your future? Is it, hey, you better pack up and make sure you have a tarp because you're going to be homeless? Or is it more like, you know, we're so proud of you for being courageous to work through this pattern that has kept you in fear on and off throughout your lifetime? Well, more the latter, but I... But why? But how do you get there? Through feeling what you really want. So you've already got this encouragement from the universe, because I see them talking to you about it often, because you've been asking them for help, pleading, actually. And, well, you have been. And and they are listening, and they are responding, but you're not really taking it in. You're just not. I, I mean, maybe for a millisecond, but then you go right back to your old pattern. It would be nice if you could actually take it in, because there's... You know, you, you're already looking for a job. Things are okay, at least you know, for the rest of this month. I don't see you homeless this year. I'll tell you that much. I think you're going to get a job like by December. And it could be sooner than that, but maybe you'll get the job that you really love by December. You don't know. Someone might give you extra cash. Anything could happen. So it's important for you to just feel that everything's all right, that you are safe and secure so that the universe can bring to you more of its bounty because everyone deserves it and has the right to live a full life in terms of love and wealth and happiness and joy. And, but when we vibrate in that scarcity energy, however we do it, we actually do draw in and create more of that experience. And notice how your energy, even though I said some things that could be make you uncomfortable, your energy is still really good. Are you still feeling good? Oh yeah. Uh. I've been, I've been trying to, cause uh, you're right. It's hard to get out of that the lower vibration and I've been trying to meditate and I'm of course sucking at it <laughs> to tell you the truth. of course um, I'm, wor- I'm working on it though yeah so what is it besides you and I having a chat right now what works for you to get you out of that frequency gratitude gratitude okay <laughs> so you have a formula already that works for you yeah all right so that that's what I would ask that you go and do when you start to notice yourself going down the rabbit hole, before it gets too dark and scary and narrow and it's hard to get out of the rabbit hole, go ahead and do your gratitude work because you know what will help you feel aligned to the universe and the universe will remind you again how much they love and cherish you. What happens is when we vibrate in a pattern, the universe says they're sending energy, that pattern that we've created mutates the energy. So even though they're sending us wealth and happiness and freedom, our patterned energy around it is mutating the energy. So when we can get out of our pattern, then we can allow the authenticity of what the universe wants to bring us to manifest in our world. 
And so that's another reason why you want to focus on not being in your pattern. Okay. Does that make sense? It does. Good. Oh, I'm so glad. Thank you so much for calling in. So I see you employed by December, but it could be sooner. And something's going to happen to help you because I do not see you homeless. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. And stay in that place of freedom. Okay. Okay. Have a beautiful day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We're going to take another break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We still have some lines open, so if you want to, what number can people use to call in, Eric? Well, people can call in at 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527 or toll-free at 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. And we do have some lines open, so call in now. Join Marie on October 20th for her Thursday evening class, Stepping into Consciousness. This two-hour-long seminar will teach you how to positively live in this reality. Come interact with like-minded people, and you may even receive a mini-reading. Stepping into Consciousness will be held from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. That's 425-825-5671. Manson Mitchell welcomes John Schuster, who claims that living in the now includes harnessing the power of your past. Then Heidi Harrison is back to talk about finding your own mediumship. It's a guided journey, and Heidi gives us the inside story. And when there are angels all around, you know that Deborah Wilson is in the house, and Deborah, as always, will take your calls. That's Manson Mitchell in the morning at 10, followed by The Gary Mann Show at 11 Pacific. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path, but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath Dr. Sheila Dunmerit to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health, and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. Hi, this is Adam Seward. Join me for an afternoon of presence. Awaken Life every Monday at 3 p.m. here on Alternative Talk, 1150. For more info, go to www.embracingsilence.com. Tired of the insanity of other talk radio stations? Just click your radio knob and say, there's no place like Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Manu Cherry Show. It's Tuesday, Boot Camp for the Soul. And Eric, I mean, you're so cute. He says, call in now. And the phone lines are full. <laughs> you That's have right. such power. It's amazing. If I'd known I had that much power, <laughs> boy, I tell you, I, I would have used it for something uh, 
in addition to this. <laughs> ah, well, you do have power. Everyone does. You know, everyone has beautiful and wonderful and authentic power. On Thursday, I'm going to be interview, interviewing Dorothea Hoover Kramer. She is the author of Healing Touch. I'm very excited. She is actually local here in Seattle, although she'll be calling into the studio. I won't be able to see her lovely face right in front of me, as I always love to do when I interview people. But she'll be in Gig Harbor calling in. And she's a Sounds True author as well. I'm very excited about that. So that's what's happening on Thursday. And today, as we continue on our boot camp for the soul, we're talking about changing your story. And how's your plumbing going? Uh, all the stuff that you're doing on your apartment complex. How's that a uh, um, story changing for you, Eric. Ah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's like that old movie, the never ending story. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so maybe I'll be flying by on a dog here eventually <laughs> in the sky, but, uh, but hopefully it's coming to an end, uh, in the next week or so. Okay. We'll week see. is good. Okay. Yeah. So I think, you know, all of you who are listening in radio world here, Eric needs to work on his story just a little bit yeah. about getting all the help you need and all the perfect contractors showing up on time, doing a beautiful job, the perfect cost. Well, I certainly know how this story is going to go next time. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very positive attitude. I like that. I like that. Who do we have on the phone lines? Let's talk to Brad in Bellevue. Hi, Brad. How are you? Yeah, thanks. Great. What can I do for you? Well, my wife and I, everything is going pretty good, but there's an external, you know, source of um, stress for us. And I didn't know, um, you know, business and everything is going good here, but I didn't know if it would be advantageous for us to to move. And there's an opportunity for me to move and just get away from that or what you see. Uh, Does she not want to move? No, we, we both don't. Don't mind moving. There's just um, there's just a, a custody issue with with my stepdaughter, and so we're going to go through that, and that's kind of what's holding us back. And I just don't know if oh, you see I it see. going anywhere or anything. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, yeah, because it, it definitely involves your wife, so it must be her child that you're talking about. Yeah, because yeah. everything is evolved around her. When I see this situation, it's just like a little tornado all around her. Is how I feel. If you move, will, will you be closer to the stepchild or further away? What we would be doing is, um, right now, we've got <clears throat> primary custody, and that's so if we moved away, we would be trying to get um, full, full custody. custody or getting, yeah. a, getting an order where we can move. Yeah, yeah. So here's what I think about the moving. First of all, I do think it's a good idea, and I do think it will help you get custody. because Because okay. you've already had um, a, a significant amount of time with this child, and so if you move for good reasons, not just about custody, but for other reasons, like they could be work-related or things of that nature, then I think it's going to allow her to have more custody of the child. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what's wrong with the child spending time with her father? And you're, uh, you're a great dad, by the way. You're a great stepdad. Um, so her, her, uh, her ex-husband is just... Uh, not a very nice guy in, in, in a number of ways. I mean, I don't want to get into right, it here, but he's course. not very nice, you know, uh, to to the stepdaughter. And he wasn't nice to her when they were married, too. So he's yeah. just not a very good guy. Yeah, but it's important to remember, too, as well, because sometimes I think we work so hard to protect our children from what we consider our bad influences. But it's also important to remember that she also chose him to be her dad. Right. You know, so they're, you know, they're, there's something that she's learning from this situation. And I think because your wife gets is so adamant about this, by the way, so adamant that he doesn't have time with her. Did you know that? Yes. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. over the top adamant about it, in my opinion. Because um, it would be really nice to sit down and have a conversation about, well, what's wrong with her spending some time with him? How old, if you don't mind, how old is the child now? She's five. Yeah. So you know, she's going to be making decisions about her own life, you know, as a teenager and who she wants to spend time with. But I do think that your wife needs to relax about this, not move okay. for this reason, but I, it will help with custody, by the way, if there's a legitimate reason why you have to move. But she's okay. almost um, a little bit too over the top, in my opinion, about her child not seeing her father. Okay. And I'm not necessarily thinking that that's exactly how it should be. There should be some visitation from what I can see. Okay. That's what I think. Okay. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, let's move on to Maria in Seattle. Hi, Maria. How are you? I'm good, thank you. What can I do for you? Well, it's on the same topic. Um, I am newly divorced, and um, my daughter and I are looking to sell our house and buy something new, and um, I I don't know if there's anything blocking that. Mm, So you want to sell the house and buy something new? Uh Uh-huh. And downsize, uh-huh. and um, but my divorce has been going Difficult. on for twenty months now. Yeah. <laughs> twenty months. Are you guys going to have to go to trial? Do you think? Um, you know, it actually went through arbitration already. Oh, good. Then that's yes. excellent. So it should be coming along any time now. The final papers. Oh, yes. Okay. Perfect. So yeah, I think once the final papers are done, then it's going to be easier for you to sell the house. That's okay. that's what I really believe. So I think the house is, it might even sell right around Christmas. Okay. Isn't, my concern is finding something new for me and my daughter to be safe and secure. Mm-hmm. Safe and secure. So you okay. don't feel safe and secure right now? It's, I've just, I just haven't been on my own with her. Ah. And I just want to find, I want to find a place that yeah. is, that is workable and yeah. that is affordable and yeah. is, is in a good area yeah. and and it just feels safe to us. Yeah, you know, I think that a lot of women, I certainly felt this way, and I live in a really safe neighborhood. You know, after living 20 years with a man in my home almost every night, I was actually kind of nervous. I slept on the couch for like the first few months after <laughs> I got separated with my eye at the front door because I was mm-hmm. so scared. So first of all, are you planning to move your daughter outside of her school or do you want to keep her in the oh, same no, school? No, Great. Same, yeah, same school. So I, we've already got it. it. We've already got it narrowed down, you know, what area you need to live in because you need to live within the district of that school, right? Yeah, it's a private school, but yes. Oh, so it's a private school. Would be very nice. Okay, yes. so so a private school. Okay, so that gives you a little bit more leeway. So uh-huh. why don't you and your daughter? Because I think this is going to be fun for both of you, just super fun. So it looks like you might sell the house at the end of December, right around the holidays. It'll take like a month of closing, so you'll probably be moving in like in February. Okay. That's when I think it's going to happen. So because I think you and your daughter have great energy together, you have a lot of fun together. It's very playful. I love it. It's really fun. So why don't you and her sit down and pick some of the areas that both of you feel are safe, number one, and then also decide if you want a home or a townhome. I keep seeing a townhome, by the way, so I don't know if that's what you want or not, but that's what I keep seeing. A small, it's either a smaller home or it is actually a townhome, but it's not connected. It's all, all on its own, but it is like a townhouse. 
Oh, okay. Um, okay. So, so you're going to make some decisions about what areas you're really interested in feel fun. Go for the fun. Try not to think about the safety because when okay. you're thinking about the safety, that means that you're assuming that it's an unsafe world and that you have to make sure that there's security around you or you're, I don't know if I can say this word on the air, screwed. Can I say that? You know, I guess we, I can. We, we already picked our fun place. Yes. But it just doesn't seem affordable for us. Hmm. Well, keep looking around that area. Keep looking around okay. the area that you like. Um, actually, I believe prices are going to continue to go down in Washington. Sorry mm-hmm. for people who have things on the on the market like you do, but I do think mm-hmm. prices are going to start to come down even a little bit more. So, uh, so who knows? The place that you like the most might become affordable in the next month or so. Okay. So keep focusing on the fun. That's the secret. You are going to be safe. You have been safe your whole life, so you will continue to be safe. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Okay. Bye-bye. Let's talk to Joanne and Lacey. Let's hope she's safe as well. (laughs) Great. Hi, Joanne. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, What can I do for you? My oldest daughter has been making some very, very poor decisions, and I've just been worried sick about her, and I just wondered if there's something I need to be doing or that I can do. Um, Well, you know what I'm going to do first? I'm not going to be able to say it on the air because it's way too long and I might mess it up. But if you can stay on the line, Alyssa will go ahead and take your email information and I'll email you this really beautiful prayer that I I still say it now. Now I say it for my cats when they're sick. Um, But um, I say it for all kinds. I used to say it for the girls all the time because your daughter's an adult, isn't she? Yes, yes. Yeah, and so you know what? She has to make her own mistakes. She doesn't like like listening to you. I apologize for saying that. <laughs> but I know. <laughs> she's mad at you. She's mad at everybody right now. And mm-hmm. she just won't. You have great, loving, common sense, but she will not listen to you. So I think this prayer will calm you down. Because if you start to feel that she's okay, even though she's making poor choices right now, mm-hmm. right? Like That could get yes. her even in trouble. Yeah, even with the law, it's very possible, which actually might be a good thing. <laughs> I, I don't mean to wish that upon her, but I'm just saying, hey, it might be a good thing. Um, so if, as you say this prayer, I think it'll calm you down and it'll bring all this beautiful light and guidance and make it easier for her to, to um, feel surrounded and cared for by her own staff of like angels and guides. And it will put you at peace. And if you're at peace, then your daughter has a better opportunity to make whatever necessary shifts she needs to. When I look at her, I just think she's one of those young people that learns the hard way. Yes. And and so, you know, in about 10, 15 years, I'm not saying she's going to have trouble for that long, but in about 10 or 15 years, she's going to just be a wealth of advice because of all the things that she's gone through. Okay. Yeah. She's lovely. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. All right, on to our next caller on this blustery day. We've got Anne in Everett. Anne in Everett. How are you, Anne? I'm well, thank you. Good. What can I do for you? Well, a, a couple of things are really pressing for me right now, and I'm just not sure which direction to go with it. Um, one is uh, that I've taken a little bit of time off to kind of work through some past Good. Um, hurts and pains and to, come, you know, to heal from that. Good. And so I am now ready, though, to get back into the workforce. Mm-hmm. But I'm just not clear as to whether or not I'm supposed to go back into the same line of work. I absolutely loved it. Um, oh. Or am I supposed to um, go in and do something new, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, or am I supposed to serve others now that I'm well and better? Oh, that's so nice. And what did you used to do? And I love that you said you loved it, but 
I, I'm not totally feeling the love that you're talking about. <laughs> so what was it? I, I was in uh, the uh, different um, branches of entertainment. Um, oh. Yeah, I started out as uh, radio broadcasting. And oh, then cool. Club work, DJ and KJ work, and then... Uh, the latest thing was to be an entertainment uh, manager to mm-hmm. uh, hire in all the entertainers. And, oh, that just sounds like so much fun. I can see why you loved it. But, you know, there were some kind of interesting characters, too. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, late hours, blah, yes. blah, blah, you know. And I think that was the part that you didn't like as much. I do think the idea of, because you were of service, creating opportunities for people to be entertained and to laugh and to be happy. I mean, that's such a healing for individuals. I do think you should consider somehow working in the healing arts. Have you oh. thought about being a therapist? You know what? I, I have thought about that. Mm-hmm. I think you'd and be a really good one. I, through the pain that I've been coming through, and I've been working with a therapist to come through all of that, mm-hmm. um, I've also had the sense that I'm supposed to, although I don't know how I'm, how to do it, but I keep getting the sense that I'm supposed to tell my story that I'm supposed to write a book. Oh, wow. That sounds great. That the book will help people. I think that's a great, I want you to follow your advice and your intuition. And, you know, to become a a licensed therapist takes a little bit of schooling. So, you you know, you might want to look around at what some of the options might be where you could help people without having to go back to school if you don't want to. If you feel like this great, oh my gosh, I can't wait to take classes. Just ignore all the Freudian theory because obviously that man was not healthy and we should not be teaching that in college or anywhere else, in my opinion. Um, But, you know, or maybe even think about Antioch. They have wonderful programs there um, as well. I'm sorry, who was that? Antioch University. It's in Seattle. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a really good school, has great certification programs and accredited programs as well. Antioch. Yeah. Does it sound A-N-T-I? O-C, I believe. O-C. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And go ahead and if since you feel inspired to write, I would. Because you've had a career that fed you passionately, you're going to know when you are close to or connecting to something else that's going to feed you more passionately. So I would definitely listen to the writing, and also think about what, how you can serve others with um, what you've learned. I think it's a great idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. The other thing that I mentioned, I said that there were two things. It was that um, we have two houses of which we're not comfortable in either one of them and need to downsize. Mm. Uh, but, of course, there's always that fear of, oh, God, don't sell now. The market's right. up there. Yeah. But we really do have a sense that we, would, we need to get out from under both of these yeah. homes. Not till spring. Get our debt paid. Yeah, not till spring. So in the spring, like March, April, May, that's Mm -hmm. a much better time period for you guys to put things on the market. So Mm -hmm. what I would love for both of you to do is to start loving these two properties and appreciating them and having a lot of gratitude. Shift your energy about it. And then when the spring comes, there'll be so much bright energy that buyers will be attracted to it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're not sensing that we should go ahead and put it on the market not now, now huh? Because your energy is not positive about it. It's more like, oh, we got to get out of, we got to get out of this. And I would love for you to be in a place of, oh, we've loved this, these properties. We have been so lucky to own them. What a blessing! And now we get to put, sell them both and create something that isn't as um, that we don't have to be as responsible for financially. Okay, super. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Much. Have a great have a day. day. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye bye. Okay, now we've got Anna on the line from Bellevue. Hi, Anna. How are you? I'm good. Um, thank you for taking my call. Of um, course. 
Um, I have a question for my niece who's 11 years old, and she has broken a couple different bones in her body um, in the course of her lifetime, and she just apparently broke her elbow when she Aww. fell off. I know. I think she fell off a bike or something last week. And the, the person that read her x-rays was concerned because he said that it looks like she's almost got arthritis, like a 50-year-old, and that just broke my heart. And I Aww. wonder if from an energetic standpoint, is there anything we can do to support her? I do want to um, add that she's seeing an orthopedic specialist um, this week, so she will get, you know, some good medical attention, but I just wonder energetically, what could we do to support her? Right. So I'll tell you the energetic thing. And then if for some reason they are diagnosing her with arthritis, what I would recommend or suggest is that then you go see her, uh, let her go see a naturopath if her family's, uh, her parents are open to that because the medications that are given for arthritis, most of them depress the immune system, which is not healthy. So if she can be caught early on and be given more um, healthful herbs and vitamins and supplements and find out what part of her immune system really needs the support so that her bones can be stronger. That would be lovely. My okay. my overall thought, I don't believe it is arthritis, by the way. I mean, it could be very early arthritic problems, but I don't think she'll be definitively diagnosed with that. Never, okay. Nevertheless, a, a naturopath would be a great idea. She, you know, it's funny how the doctor said her bones kind of look more like a 50-year-old. Yeah. Um, is that her personality reminds me of a 50-year-old. She worries like crazy. Aww. Yeah, so it, maybe even some therapy or having you and your um, sibling, is it your sister's child? Yeah, it is. So you and your sister sit down with her and talk about what worrying looks like because she's young. She may not even really understand the fact that she's over-worrying. Yeah. And, and then and then what you do and what she what your sister does that's different to stop the whole process of worrying. Um, and then she's also stubborn. People who tend to break their bones tend to be stubborn. I, I have just recently broken a toe. I'm kind of a stubborn person. Um, I've broken both wrists. Obviously not. You know, I've broken my other toe on the other foot. <laughs> Obviously, you know, nothing huge and major like a leg or anything like that. But yeah, stubborn people, we tend to break bones because we're not really listening to the obvious. So the universe kind of goes, okay, well, this is in in uh, connection to your personality. Lighten up. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, if it is arthritis, I think it's early and I would not recommend conventional medicine for her overall immune system and to find ways to support her immune system. And so energetically not worrying and, um, you know, helping her to get creative about options, about how she can re-evaluate and re-look at things if indeed you and your sister find out that she is over worrying more like a 40 or 50 year old. Yeah, I think she is. I think that's a really accurate um, description. She's adorable too. And she's super uh, smart. I know. Well, she has a lot of trouble reading. Actually, huh. she's got pretty severe um, dyslexia, like wow. almost the worst possible kind of really? dyslexia. Yeah. Huh. But she has the biggest heart. Like uh-huh. all the other students that are trying to learn to read, she helps them when she starts figuring it out. She's so cute. I'm telling you, she's super smart. Dyslexia doesn't mean that a person's not bright, as you and I know. Yeah. It, it just means that she sees the world differently. And yeah. so she needs to yeah. find her own creative way to understand the way that humans have said this is the only way that we can read. Because there's multiple yeah. ways to do things. Right. Yeah. Right. Aww. Well, best of luck to all of you. She's adorable. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for your advice, and thank you for your show. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. We've only got a few minutes here, so let's quickly talk to Lori in Seattle. Hi, Lori. 
Hello. Hi, how are you? Good, good. Um, I'm looking at what I'm going to do next in my life. I, I was working with horses, and now I'm interested in doing some sort of healing or spiritual work. And mm. just wondered if you, you know, what you see there for mm-hmm. me. or. And did you work with animals doing healing or spiritual work? No, mm-hmm. horses, um, just, you know, training horses. Yeah. Or, yeah. Do you, well, since you, since you have access to these beautiful, large animals that love energy work, you might want to consider starting to work with them, like laying hands on them and practicing and getting information and start building your intuition and all of those things. That's a good idea. Yeah. Since you already have access to them, because I think, I personally think if someone's drawn to the energy medicine world, you need a lot of practice, you know, and, and certainly even if you take a class or get Reiki certified or whatever, you still need to practice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think, yeah. if, and I think you'll know more about what you like about it and what you don't and what's intriguing and perhaps what your specialty is if you have one or you may have yeah. many. Yeah. Um, I just think it'd be a great idea and you'll have so much fun and the horses will love it. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah. And keep me posted. Okay. All right. Have a great day. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, our last call real quick here is Angel in Seattle. Okay, Angel, I have like less than a minute to answer your question. So what can I do oh, for you? Hello there. I'm hello. To talk to you. Well, it's a question for my friend Jim uh, for his father. Mm. His father's name is Boyd, and they live in San Francisco. His mom's Arlene. And um, his father is uh, has some really... Um, He's gone to different doctors, and they haven't been able to pinpoint. He's got something going on in his lungs, um, dehydration, and I'm wondering, mm-hmm. they said possibly it might be cancer in the lungs. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. want to see what you see real quick mm-hmm. in his body. Well, it's kind of interesting. I mean, you're saying lungs, and I believe you, and obviously he's got a problem going on. And if they think it's cancer, they'll do a biopsy, you know, and they'll go in and take a piece of tissue and look under it under a scope. I'm in his brain. I cannot get out of his brain. Is it possible his father has some form of dementia? Oh, gosh. I'm not. He's been quite depressed. His uh-huh. mom has um, she's in remission, but she was battling a brain tumor. So Aww. she's, she's pretty, she's pretty solid, uh-huh. but I think he's just, uh, um, that's why I want your opinion. What do you see? Well, in- here's what I'm going to recommend. And again, okay. I have to do it very quickly. So I would okay. recommend that, um, after you have the biopsy, if that's indeed what they're going to do, then I would have him see a psychiatrist. Oh, do, wow. Yeah. I just want, okay. or someone who's going to be able to look at his mentation. Cause there's something going on with his brain. That's not a brain tumor, but something else. Okay. 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 Well, thank you. I'm so glad that uh, I got me too, and I'm honored to talk to you. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Have a beautiful day. Love to all your friends in in California. Joyful blessings, everyone. Bye bye. Mm 